opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned in to the Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders to take on the culture of death and win. You don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. Well, the writing's on the wall, folks. I mean, the writing is on the wall. And you might wonder what I'm talking about. I'm talking about social media. I'm talking about big tech companies like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and all the rest. The writings on the wall to pro-life activists like myself, organizations like Created Equal and other conservative and Christian groups. The writings on the wall, the crackdown is taking place right now. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, here on the Mark Harrington Show, your voice of resistance. You can find out more about our program by going to markharrington.org or check us out on all of our social media sites. That is for now, anyway, <laughs> uh, the social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, and the rest. So you might wonder what I'm talking about, the writing being on the wall. Well, just recently, live action, uh, headed by my good friend, uh, Lila Rose, has been in the news because Pinterest, the, the very popular uh, you know, social media site where you can post photos and pins and so forth, very, very popular with, uh, with women generally, uh, liveaction.org was put on a pornography block list by Pinterest to suppress the pro-life content that live actions share live action shares on the platform. This isn't the first time live action's been banned or or what have you from social media sites like Pinterest. This isn't new. It's happened on Twitter and so forth. And and just recently we've had this happen with uh, with Steven Crowder where he's no longer being permitted on YouTube to, to put up advertisements, uh, monetizing uh, his program on YouTube. I mean, this isn't new, folks. This isn't new, but I think it's escalating. It's increasing. And in, to me, the writing's on the wall. I've been saying for years that eventually these social media platforms, big tech companies like YouTube and, and the rest, Google and all, are slowly but surely censoring out of existence organizations like myself, uh, like like Created Equal and other groups. Uh, it's just a matter of time. And uh, the program today, I want to talk about that, what's happening on these social media platforms and provide you, uh, the listeners of the Mark Harrington Show and those who follow us on social media, an alternative to uh, these, these platforms. But uh, so Pinterest, here's Pinterest. Uh, they've uh, they banned liveaction.org. And this is what they wrote, quote, we don't allow harmful misinformation on Pinterest. This is their statement. 
That includes medical misinformation and conspiracies that turn individuals and facilities into targets for harassment and violence. Well, keep in mind that uh, what they're referring to medical misinformation is the information that live action provides on abortion. Uh, they they have a, a video series with uh, an abortionist, Dr. Uh, Anthony Levitino, among other things, uh, other videos that they've done uh, explaining what abortion is and does to women. Uh, I guess that's what uh, Pinterest considers medical informa misinformation. But keep in mind, Planned Parenthood, NARA, all the rest, uh, they get a free ride. You know, they they get they get to be able to post on Pinterest without any scrutiny at all. Uh, they also consider live action conspiracies. Uh, you know, I guess if you're pro life and you think abortion's an act of violence that kills a baby, uh, that's a conspiracy, apparently, according to Pinterest. Uh, so the bottom line is this: uh, we got this happening all across the country now, uh, and we've got to decide what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to continue to beg at the table for the crumbs that these big tech companies give us as we try to get out our message, or we're going to find an alternative. Uh, that's what we want to talk about today. You know, Created Equal, the organization that I run here, the pro-life group, uh, we've had our information banned on social media regularly, unfortunately, uh, in, in part because we show abortion victim photography and video. And so commonly we'll find that uh, we are being censored on, on these social media platforms. And there's little we can do about it. We can complain all we like, but uh, these social media companies, these big tech companies are not uh, really, the, the information that we put on these, these, uh, these social media platforms are not protected per se by the First Amendment. Why? Uh, really, because they are no longer just open platforms like, you know, walking out into the public square, or a sidewalk or on a college campus. Very different. Uh, these are publishers, virtually. These are companies, private companies that, uh, for better or for worse, in this case, for worse, uh, have the right to, to decide what they're going to put on their, their websites. And uh, we can complain about it not being fair. And, and frankly, that's, you know, that's worth doing to a certain degree. But eventually, they're they're you know they're dominated by leftists, by pro-abortion advocates, right? Mostly, these companies are run by these people, and it, you know as it time goes on, they're just not going to allow it. I think that's what it comes down to. They're dominated by these institutions are dominated by pro-abortion advocates, and we can complain all we like, but eventually, uh, they are going to to crack down to the point that we won't even have access at all. Uh, it may not be the case now. We need to continue to use these platforms for now, but we need to start thinking outside the box. Uh, Created Equals had our information banned or shadow banned. You know, the algorithms work against us. I don't know all you know, the ins and outs of this per se, but interesting enough, this idea that, uh, you know, live action was putting quote unquote pornography on Pinterest and they were blacklisted or blocklisted for that. Uh, interesting enough that uh, this idea that uh, pro-life information is pornography is not new either. In fact, uh, several years ago in an abortion debate at Purdue University, Professor Dr. David Sanders 
debated my friend and colleague here at Created Equal, Seth Dreher. This was on May 2017. And in that debate, he referred to victim images. Get this. He referred to victim images as child pornography. So the idea that pro-life information is pornography is not new for coming from uh, abortion advocates. Uh, we hear it out on the street sometimes. People will say it's pornography. They'll uh, even the most disparaging comments. They'll say it's fetus porn. Believe it or not. I mean, how sickening can you get? But uh, Dr. David Sanders, what I want to do, I want to play the clip uh, from this debate with uh, Seth Dreher. This is Dr. David Sanders, May 2017, referring to victim images of aborted babies as child pornography. Go ahead and play that clip. Against a Purdue employee. He thinks fetuses are children. And he belongs to an organization that likes to show images of fetuses. And that's something that's, that's a trademark. Okay? What would you call the public display of a naked body of a child? I would call that child pornography. Do they have the permission? Do they have the permission of the fetus? Obviously not. Do they have the permission of the parents to show these images of children, naked children, dead naked children? They're not only appealing to the child. Murder. You can go ahead and stop it there. So, you know, this is, if it weren't so tragic, uh, it'd be laughable. The idea that this abortion advocate, Dr. David Sanders, a professor at Purdue University, likens victim imagery of aborted children as child pornography is absurd. He says, you know, naked bodies. Well, first of all, he's, he's granting us the presupposition that the unborn are human, that they are human bodies. Uh, and that he refers to them as children, child pornography. So he's admitting our foundational argument that the preborn are human children. Uh, they can't, it can't be child pornography if it's not a child. So he grants us that. Then interesting enough, he says that they have not been given, uh, we have not been given permission to use the photographs of uh, abortion victims in our literature and our signs and videos and so forth. Well, first of all, you can't get permission from the baby because the baby's dead. You <laughs> Sadly, the baby is dead. Can't get permission from the baby. And frankly, do we really think the mother cares enough to give us permission? The mother wants to kill the baby. The mother's prepared to murder the baby, dismember, decapitate, and disembowel the baby and throw the baby in with common garbage, medical waste. You think she really cares about giving permission to us or anyone else to use those photographs? Uh, the whole thing is absurd. Now, this idea that it's uh, pornography. First of all, pornography, the definition is a lewd and lascivious focus on genitalia in order to stimulate 
a purient response or arousal. Now, I don't know anyone in their right mind that would look at an aborted baby victim photo and classify that as pornography. I'm sorry. If that elicits some kind of purient interest or arousal, sexual arousal, you better go, uh, you know, into a psychological institution, folks. I mean, it's sickening beyond understanding. But this is what we often hear. Uh, people don't understand maybe that what pornography actually is. The point of pornography is to elicit a, a sexual arousal. The point of our photographs is to educate. It's a political statement uh, to make people aware of the killing. It'd be like saying the pictures of the death camps are pornography. No one would in their right mind make that make that case. But this is the case being made. It was made by Dr. David Sanders. It's been made here recently with live action as they were put on this pornography block list uh, by Pinterest. Uh, so this isn't new. This is something that unfortunately we've got to deal with, the lunacy out there. But online censorship of pro-life groups and anti-abortion content is not new. Uh, we see that with our abortion victim photos and video. And we are unfortunately accustomed to this. And this is why we don't look to social media or big tech in order to bring about social reform. I mean, we live in an age now where social media is ubiquitous. It's out there. It's everything. Uh, everybody can get access to it. And we're looking to that venue to educate a lot of people, which makes sense to a certain degree, except that the gatekeepers that is, these big tech companies are opposed to our position. Uh, it's like trying to get a billboard on the side of the road using a victim victim photo. We, we can't do that. They turn us down every single time. And so if we put all of our eggs in the social media basket, if groups like Live Action and others look to those social media platforms as the only means to reach the American people, that is a, a losing proposition, folks. It just is. And historically, the way social reform is brought about is through the public square, through the use of the First Amendment, which protects our rights in the public square. Uh, it, it's old school, I admit. It's old school, but social reformers have been successful in bringing about change through the use of the public square. And that's the alternative, folks. It's the only one available to us. It's the only one they can't censor us on. Now, they might try, but we have proven, uh, you know, court court uh, precedent that protects our rights. Uh, and we've been doing that now for, for decades. Uh, and that's how, you know, civil rights movement got its message across. That's how anti-war movements historically have gotten their message across, anti-child labor, so on and so forth historically have used the public square to reach people. And I think we cannot abandon the public square for social media or our online educational efforts. If we do, we're going to be very disappointed in our results. We need to be willing to pivot to the, if we're not involved in the public square, 
groups need to begin to use the public square because historically that has been the proven and most successful way to bring about change. So that's my answer. It's always been the case with Created Equal. And ever since I've been doing this now for 20 years, the public square is the place to make our case because we cannot be censored. Our message will not be dumbed down. Uh, we don't have gatekeepers to go through. We have the rights to be on the public square protected by the First Amendment. So um, even though these uh, social media platforms and big tech companies refer to themselves as open platforms, they really aren't. They have become publishers. And we're seeing calls from uh, Congress, even Democrats, to regulate social media. You know what that means? Regulate means regulate people like myself out of existence from social media. So in the meantime, as we battle these social media icons, these big tech companies, which I think is a battle worth having, we need to begin to consider alternatives to them. Uh, we're not at the point right now where we're being entirely banned, but that's coming, folks. The, the storm is on, on the uh, horizon. It's here almost. And if we don't start thinking alternative uh, ideas here about social media, we're going to be sadly, uh, we're going to be a really, really, really difficult loca uh, dif difficult place. So uh, I think the American entrepreneurial spirit will come forward. Uh, the reason why we have uh, conservative talk radio is, is a kind of an alternative to the mainstream media. The reason why Fox News 20 years ago rose up and now is the most popular television network uh, in America is because there is a demand out there for that kind of information. And I think the case will be also true in, in, the, in the social media uh, uh, environment. And that is that there's going to be a demand for organizations, for the information that organizations like ourselves put out there and that will drive these social media biz, uh, companies, not maybe out of existence, but you will have a left leftist side of this, a pro-abortion, like we do CNN, MSNBC, you know, NPR and, and all the rest. And then you're going to have, as far as the TV uh, networks go, and you'll have that kind of thing forming when it comes to social media, Facebook, YouTube, all these other, these, these are all going to be leftist publishers, pro-abortion publishers. And what will happen is the, that uh, hopefully there will be uh, you know, social media and big tech companies rising up to meet the demand for, for information that uh, is being put out there like groups like myself. Now, so I'm not saying abandon the the, uh, the platforms now. We need to continue to fight. I'm glad that live action is out there uh, shaming these uh, these big tech companies like Pinterest and others, saying that they're they say they're open platforms. They say they protect they respect the First Amendment, but they really don't. We need to keep fighting that. But in the meantime, we need to know the writing's on the wall. The time is coming. The crackdown is upon us, and it's time to start thinking in, in other ways. So, and then we need to go back to old school public square activism. I mean, it's the proven way to reach people and historically has been uh, effective in changing public opinion on abortion. So uh, let's, let's continue to do that. And that's what the, the Created Equals committed to. Additionally, if that isn't bad enough, we had uh, this this New York Times uh, ad that was put out, full page ad in the New York Times was put out Monday. 
under the headline, quote, don't ban equality, unquote. And it was signed by over 180 CEOs from some of the largest companies in America. Um, and this, um, this ad was uh, made big news. I mean, don't ban equality. Think about that. Don't ban equality. Referring to abortion and the protection of, of so-called uh, uh, reproductive health care, they refer to it as equality. What about the equality of the pre-born? Uh, they kind of overlooked that. Uh, I don't know what they're referring to here as is as equality if they're not talking about comparing the pre-born to the born. Uh, that's the case we make at Created Equal all the time. We believe that we are all created equal, that there's no difference uh, in between a pre-born child and a born child as far as its value, right? There's no difference. Obviously, there are differences, but they're not value-giving differences. And so the idea that they're using the term equality to talk about so-called reproductive health care, i.e. abortion, uh, is, a, is a real play on words. And, uh, but it, once again, it goes to this issue. And that is the largest corporations in America, the biggest institutions, Hollywood, our, 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 our government, generally speaking, colleges, universities, are totally aligned with the pro-abortion left, the pro-abortion lobby. Uh, if we don't see that, then we're blind. I mean, that is the way it is, and it's going to be increasingly so. And why? Because they're reacting to the effectiveness and the successes of the pro-life movement. The fact that we have uh, passed heartbeat bills in Georgia, Louisiana, Ohio, and other states, up to nine now. Some of them have been signed into law. The fact that we've banned abortion outright in the state of, uh, of Alabama, and the fact that we have Donald Trump in the White House who has put two uh, justices on the U.S. Supreme Court that could threaten the, uh, the uh, threaten Roe, Roe versus Wade has brought about this reaction on the left. Why is it that big tech companies are banning information from live action and groups like ourselves? Why is it? Why is that happening now? Well, it's because they're reacting to the successes of the pro-life movement. Why are these CEOs signing this letter and publishing it in the New York Times? Why are they? They're coming out because they feel threatened by the successes of the pro-life movement. That's what's happening. And it's only going to get worse, folks. It's only going to get worse. So we need to hunker down and realize the odds are against us. We can't turn to these big tech companies and ask for them to, to get our information out. We have to find other ways to do it. This is the reality of what we're fighting. We're fighting the status quo. Uh, that's why we are the social reform movement of the 21st century, really, the premier social reform movement. The status quo is no longer conservative as it used to be. It's the left. They, they control all these access, the, the access to these institutions. And so we need to learn uh, how to fight it. So the crackdown that I predicted years ago on social media is happening. And pro-lifers have little really we can do about it. We need to fight as best we can. We need to shame them in, in the public square as much as we can on television, on conservative talk radio and conservative television news like Fox and so forth. But we better learn. We can't put all our eggs in that basket. And we need to pivot to the alternative, which to me has always been the public square. And that's why Created Equal continues
to use the public square in order to get our information out. So you're listening to your radio activist here on the Mark Harrington Show. You can find out more about us at markharrington.org. We also come to you uh, over the air uh, on Salem radio stations in Detroit. That's WLQV, Columbus, Ohio, WRFD, and Cleveland, Ohio, WHKW. Every Saturday, you can tune us in if you live in those markets there. You can listen to us over the air and also, for now anyway, on the social media sites of Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So uh, to finish up the program today, let me talk briefly about something that's coming up. Again, the Public Square being our primary venue. On July 16 and 17, we are going to be hosting our Day of Action. The Day of Action will be held here in Columbus. The 16th in the evening, we'll be training uh, young people and others uh, how to debate abortion in the public square, a pro-life apologetics training. And then on, on the next day, that Wednesday, I think it is, we will take people out onto uh, the college campus in front of an abortion center. And also uh, we'll be doing overpasses in the state, in the city of Columbus and give people a taste of what it's like to do uh, public activism. So again, you've been listening to your radio activist here on the Mark Harrington Show. Uh, we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.